0: Welcome back to New Home Connection. I'm Christy Jarrett and I'm here with my co-host Christy Price. Welcome. Yes. Glad to have
1: you back. Well, today is a very special episode because yes. we have
0: Jared Turner back. Oh, you've been requested back.
2: <laughs> Happy to be here. Thank you. You're we welcome.
1: have summoned you back to the podcast. Yes. But I hate to break it to you, Jared, we are even more excited for our Truly really special guest today. It's yes, typical,
2: typical. I
1: know. <laughs> I know, and I—I okay. I don't even want to go through pleasantries. I just want to get to our special guest. Yes, yeah, we need that. to get to it. Well, it would not be without going through his resume on mm-hmm. good old LinkedIn. So our guest today has been a former sales and channel marketing manager, mm-hmm. a director of sales and channel marketing, home centers. Mm-hmm. He has been a Director of Wholesales. He's been a VP of Sales. Well, he's also been a VP of Sales again. <laughs> he's had a lot of selling. I know. It's <laughs> a long resume. Yeah. But now, and congratulations, sir, he is Senior VP of Sales yep. of Highland Homes Houston. Let's welcome Mr. John Pasquale.
0: Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes. Well, wait. First question: Is your LinkedIn account updated?
1: It yes, it says it right it here. Senior. Oh. Oh. As of November 2023.
0: Okay, yep. you're hearing it here. He has a That's new freshness.
3: title. New title.
0: Which is the senior
3: Vice Senior president of sales for South Texas.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. And congratulations.
3: this just happened. Just happened a couple weeks ago, but. Effective immediately, so we're we're in.
1: <laughs>
2: it's <laughs> real. All my
3: meetings took a little bit longer today. <laughs> Got it.
2: <laughs>
1: so I have to ask, yep. did I pronounce your last name correctly? Deepasquali. Deepasquali. Exactly well. Deep well, I think I told Easy. you the first time I met you, my second grade teacher's last name was Deepasquali, mm-hmm. but just, we
0: discovered it was no relation.
1: Which is so odd because Maybe it's somewhere, somewhere, somewhere down, down, down the somewhere, line. You never know. But, uh, you no. never know. Well, the day
2: is well you just never know. Mm, you'd never know with us. She
1: was not nice, so I don't think she was related oh. to you. <laughs> uh, uh.
0: Well, we won't explore that any further in case <laughs> no. they do come across at a family reunion yeah, don't or want something. To be weird. No, it's we won't to make that weird. awkward for you.
1: So. <laughs> well, before I go even deeper into your amazing resume, tell us a little bit about John. Yes. What does John like to do?
3: What does John like to do? Um, so... Uh, Married, just hit 21 years uh, with my wife uh, in November, and, so, uh, and then we've got one 13-year-old girl, Kennedy, and so I'd say outside of working, uh, any opportunities I could be outdoors, it's it's spending time, running around, doing a little volleyball gig with my daughter, so we're, uh, we're full nice. year-round volleyball, and so we're, we're chasing, we're pursuing that. Um, so. Does she have the hype? She has the height. She wants to be taller. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of praying for taller. And I tried to tell her, I was Aww. like, look, I made that same mistake. Like, I was like, you know, I want to be big. You got to be careful what you pray for. <laughs> how, <laughs> so, how tall are you, John? I'm 6'5". Six 6'5". Five. Six five. So, no, she's 5'8", 5'9", 5'9", right now. She wants to be oh, six wow. foot. Oh, she's my five, nine goodness. at 13? At <gasps> yeah, 13.
1: Yeah. And I she wants was, to be taller? So she, she oh. wants
3: to be taller. So she plays middle, so you need a little bit, yeah, bit more Yeah, you got, so, yeah. Um, and then she's got my feet, which is a problem. She's a size twelve women's shoe. Oh my a goodness! Old, so. What? <laughs> she needs to quit praying. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like the Lord has delivered. Don't want deliver. to tell your kid, like, hey, maybe don't pray. You know? Yeah, the
0: Lord has delivered.
3: <laughs> yes. Yes. So, okay. Yeah. So that's that's my that's day to day, really cool. just kind of running around. Uh, little volleyball practices and tournaments on the weekends, and if I'm not doing that, I'm usually outdoors doing something. So. Just,
1: what do you yeah. like to do outdoors?
3: Ah, uh, just. One just be out of the house, but just hunting, fishing, just whatever I can kind of get out and get out and do. So try to just uh, change that up. It's usually kind of something a little bit different every weekend, but try to just get out of the house a little bit.
0: So you say hunting and fishing. So are you a Texas native?
3: I am. Yep, grew up in Houston. Okay. Oh. Grew up in Houston. Yeah. What part? Uh, so kind of grew up in the Galleria area, then moved out to Sugar Land. Okay. Uh, went to a Straight Jesuit for high school. And then left here, and went to Texas Tech, and then after Tech, left Texas. I guess for about sixteen years, was oh, on the wow. East Coast, floating around Florida, North Carolina, and Georgia.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. It was fun. Carolina, no, it was awesome.
2: So great experience. But then yeah. got back as fast as you. Yes.
1: If you
3: ever like- leave, if you're from Texas, you leave Texas. You compare everything to Texas, yes. and then you just try to work your way back to great <laughs> yes. motherland. I like it. Yes.
1: The great state. Yes. The great country of Texas. Yes.
2: The great
3: country of Texas. So I made it back.
1: So what brought you to the East Coast? Was it one of these? Yeah,
3: so right out of, right out of college uh, worked for got a job with Newell Rubbermaid. I spent about six months in Dallas and then quickly was moved to Miami and, uh, and um, called on Home Depot accounts. So they had a, a sales program coming out of college where they just they would hire 200, 300 college kids a year and, and just throw them into these big box retailers so Home Depot Lowe's, Walmarts, and they would just kind of overwhelm the store. With like these college salespeople that would just... And at the time, you could actually sell into individual doors, right? Really? Yeah. You had an influence on the the selling. It was decentralized from a buying office perspective. So if if I was selling saw blades or I was responsible for saw blades, I'd run demos on saw blades and I would build extra merchandising units to put more saw blades, but to have... I needed more, so then they'd go, okay, I'll bump up an order for you, and they'd bring more saw blades into the store.
2: You're like the lady at Sam's with the little... Like food. that with free oh, sale, yeah. No, no some seriously, he was <laughs> yeah. he's just handed out no, but that, was whole, that was the whole
3: model. So, if you had someone that could influence, so let's say there's 2,000 Home Depot's and 2,000 Lowe's and 2,000 Walmart's, and you had an individual influencing every one of those stores where they're bumping up orders a little bit more. And if you have the stock and you're in stock and you're merchandised, you're probably selling more. Right. And so it's a grassroots kind of marketing campaign to just kind of get awareness of the product. You're running demos on the weekend. So they just had this like, it was basically an army of college kids and they were just tasked with go drive events, drive sell out, find ways to sell in really? and, and manage it at the, the ground level. And then over the years, Home Depot won all, all the accounts. They used to let you build your display. So we'd, we'd be in the back, like, you know, marking down lumber and building our own displays. Those all become pre- became prefabricated, and then they centralized the buying office, and then they go, hey, y'all need to, you know, they kind of cut all that out. So then it kind of went to a more macro level, high level sell-in.
2: OSHA um, had a problem with you building OSHA. Oh, no <laughs> doubt. You know,
3: there was, I think the first one. So, kids in the so, back. You know, in Home Depot, they're, they're small now, but they used to be these big wooden side caps. And, I mean, my first one I built, built it, was so proud of it, painted it. I mean, so you got to wait till the paint dries and then go mount it. I lift the thing up, the whole thing just fell apart. <gasps> oh no. And then I was like, it's like 9.30 at night. Oh. Like, I'm just trying to put this thing up and get out. Like I'm ready, to, like I've been working all day. Thing just I mean, just completely just broke. I mean, just like crumbled. I crumbled. Just had to scrap it and start over the next day.
0: You're like, there's gotta be a different way.
3: <laughs> a different well, but you learn a lot in that. You learn a lot in that, right? The so. com-
1: it's new brands. Newell brands, yep. So So
3: they own a bunch of different brands, right? So anything so, from Yes. At the time, and they've sold some of the company since I worked there. But you know, we we had uh, brands that made saw blades and vice grips and different tools to blinds and shades to Sharpie markers to Calphalon pots and pans, Greco car seats. Yes. So you had a so a a
1: variety. When I was talking to Jared about you, I was like, "What on earth did he sell?" Because I was looking up new brands, and it was like. On Look. here, Graco car seats, Rubbermaid, and Sharpies, yep. and Elmer's glue, and Yanking Candles. And I'm like, was he just, like, pushing all these products? He
0: was. He had, like, one of those carts that you go around a vendor cart, and it <laughs> had everything. Like, no matter what drawer just you pulled out,
1: he'd have it. So He what said was he your, sold
2: whatever he could. <laughs> yeah.
1: What just. was your specialty? What was your favorite thing, I guess, to sell? At your so time the
3: there. Tools were probably the most yeah, fun, right? Because you got to the demo them and it felt a little better. Like you're in Home Depot and you're selling tools. Um, mainly, I mainly, I didn't get to pick. You don't get to. So they're all different companies, right? So you end up working for. So when you started, you're kind of repping. You're repping all those companies within a retailer. Mm-hmm. And then as you kind of move up in your roles, you get kind of sucked up by the different companies. So then I went over to Rubbermaid for a while.
1: Oh. Um,
3: and so then I was selling trash cans and totes and closet organization. Um, which isn't bad. I mean it was a big brand, you know. Sure. Um but it was trash cans. Everybody you know? needs trash cans you know,
1: you gotta start somewhere yeah, but
3: time. everybody so needs trash cans. Everyone needs yeah, trash. That's so yeah, that's true. They're not going right? out of style anytime um, soon. And then I've worked for the blinds and shades company, so did that for a while and sold blinds and shades and so a little bit of
1: everything. So how, of I'm sorry, I'm so excited to talk to you. I just think <laughs> I think your background is just fascinating. Um and I have to know how that led to jewelry. How did that yes, lead to Pandora? That's <laughs> <Our> big <laughs> please, question. Please that is not leave. your
3: normal career progression. No, when um, we saw
0: that, uh, that you were VP of sales for Pandora. Yes.
3: For well, that's what I like well, about my resume. Like, okay. none of it makes sense. No, I okay. love it. Like, no. none of it makes sense. She was so excited. She was like, so so you're when she like okay, so you're selling to Home Depot, you've got this career. And like, a lot of people make full careers of just managing those big box retailers. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a whole life. Yes. There. And, uh, but I had a mentor that I'd worked for at, at, uh, at No Rubbermaid and he ended up going, he went to a couple different companies and landed at Pandora, right? As Pandora was kind of coming, you know, of age in, in the U S uh, it's a Danish brand. Um, and he it took him about two years and he'd be like, Oh, you need to come work. You need to come work over here.
1: Oh, so it was some, you had to know yeah, somebody, somebody to get to Pandora. So
3: for two years, he's nudging me going, come on, like this, this is a great opportunity, great company, <laughs> great growth, like get out of that, you know? You know, Drop the plash, and trust me, plastic <laughs> business is not, it's not a, it's not a fun business. There's no margin, you know, as gas prices go up, you're taking price increases. As yeah. gas prices go down, you're kind of getting beat up for your price again. Like give us back what we gave you. And um, it's trash cans. And it's trash cans. It's, it's, it's low barrier to entry. You know, the bigger, the bigger the trash can, the better, because you need bigger machines. So that's harder for someone to kind of get in the business, but small plastics, you can get into that business real fast. And so a lot of people can get very aggressive. And so it's, it's a,
2: it's a very like a 50 g- foot product. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> oh <laughs> like a 50 foot product.
3: So, uh, so yeah, so, uh, you know, jewelry was kind of a new opportunity and uh, it's a uh, Pandora was a, at the time, a heavy franchisee model. Um, and so, which was different than anything I'd ever done. It was true retail. So yes. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. true mall mm-hmm. retail and kind of living and dying by, uh, by your, your KPIs and your metrics and, so after two years of just this conversation, I said, you know what, it's, it's a, it, there was something new for me to learn with that company. And that's what I liked about it. Well, it was nothing sure. about, wasn't really, you know, charm bracelets. I wasn't in college going, gosh, I hope one day I could just <laughs> sell charm bracelets. But all of the learnings from, again, kind of moving from big box to true retail, uh, moving from, you know, just kind of a, a business to business selling to direct to consumer and having that opportunity, fran- managing franchisees. You know, from a brand perspective, I was like, Th- "Those are good learnings for me." And I said, "I'm gonna take it on for the, you know, for the learnings piece of it." And it was it was great. I was there for six years and, and loved it, and oh. uh, managed all of the U.S. And, and Canada, and traveled like crazy. And and wow. and uh,
1: that's incredible. We are
3: we're vertically integrated out of Thailand. I think we have I don't know, nine thousand to twelve thousand employees that all work for the company. And and did you go to Thailand? We did. We would make trips oh, every wow. year. Every year. We would take customers out there. That was kind of our customer trip. kind of show Because it's such a big deal. If you, you would think about it, you, you look at a little charm and you're like, oh, there must be this machine just stamping this stampin', out. Stamping, them. Our charms actually were touched by about 32 people. So they're actually not just I stamped out. I did not out. know
0: this. You know, you're
3: they're selling hand, me on hand, Pandora
2: yeah, yeah, right now.
3: they so, well, and so one. when your customers what? see that this you know starts from you know what silver is poured into this mold and then what it ends up where you know someone's putting each one of those you know whether it's a diamond or a CZ or whatever it is, yeah, in right. the hand you know setting each one of those you're like wait a second and this thing's fifty dollars well yeah because we're vertically integrated so we own the whole operation you know uh, from from bottom to top and That's so really cool. so, I so have it's, no it idea. really kind of would kind of really uh, surprise folks or like you'd see a glass charm and not realize like that's true Italian Murano glass that was kind of hand kind of blown onto that, that charm. And you're like, huh? So you, you get an appreciation for it because you see so much of it and you're like, yes. Oh, and there's, you go into a store and there's just hundreds of options and you're, it's very skew intensive and you're like, Oh, they just must be, you know, there must just be a machine it. just well, right. right. Well, I'm, I'm not... sure
1: most people just like you yeah. said, well, why is this charm $50? Yeah. Well, when you tell the story, Yep. It makes more sense now how, when how, value, you sell it. How was that for you working as VP of sales in, I would assume, and maybe I'm wrong to assume this, uh, a more female-dominated industry? What was that like for you?
3: Um, I, I mean, I'd say more female-influenced. Um, influenced. I mean, I, but I think uh, it's it, – but to me, the product's a product. I mean, yeah. I guess if you kind of really boil it down, um, it's uh, – you know, you're, you're still trying to just understand your consumer – Mm-hmm. you know, what they're, what they're really wanting and needing, um, bringing a product to market at the right price, you know, at the right time. And, and, uh, so I think the math, I mean, to me, selling's always, whether it's been a trash can or a jewelry or even homes at times, it's, it's still a technically a, a formula way, language. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's a formula yeah. to that, yeah. right? Um, so to me it was more taking, you know, my opportunity was one to learn at, at Pandora, but also to bring what I knew of kind of bigger box retail in that environment because at the time our franchisees were also getting much bigger and they were starting to to buy up other franchisees and they were growing to where they were now almost these kind of bigger national accounts. And that's what we actually structured the company. So we structured it from just being like, you know, everyone's out there selling to individual stores to, okay, these big buckets of customers, we're not going to treat them a little bit differently. You know, we're going to treat them as a big customer and we're going to be more, not just, there's no, no like perks on pricing, but more how we consult them, how we build their strategy, how we make sure we're keeping them in a, in a better spot. Right. Just like we would do as a vendor to a home Depot, you're, you're saying, look, I mean, it's not just about showing up and selling a widget. It's, it's about, it's about managing lines of product, and helping them kind of, you know, sell at the best margin, sell at the best velocity, be competitive against other sure. retailers. And so that was my opportunity. And so that's 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 what I was, in you know, brought over there to do. And what I was kind of excited to do is like, okay, they're looking for someone that has a little bit different experience, you know. But you're right. It's one of those industries like it's. You Know it's one of those industries where it's like everyone else has been there, you know, 30 35 years. You know, they grew up in that, they're jewelers, you know, and, sure. and their, dad, their their family were jewelers. And yes, and yes. you were kind of in that, you know, well, how long have you been doing this? You're like, uh, you know, six months, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <I've> been <laughs> I, I just the dropped plot. the trash can, yeah, I just and they're like, well, what were you doing before? I was like, I was selling trash cans, <laughs> oh my <laughs> god, so it's kind of like, and you're here because, and so you'd have to. You know, um, kind of have to work through all that. We well,
1: you've sold home. me on Pandora. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea either. Yeah. No. So, I guess, moving forward, how did that lead to home sales? So yes. What was the kind connection? Kind of
3: similar, similar, but different in, in the opportunity. So, uh, had received a, uh, a recruiter reached out to me and said, hey, we've got this unique opportunity. It's in Texas, privately held company, employee-owned uh, it's a home builder. Um, and quite honestly, at the time I was, I was really just trying to figure out something that maybe could keep me in, in Texas a little bit more formally. I was traveling a ton. My daughter was getting of an age where I was missing out on things. Okay. And, like, and so I was kind of at that, it was at that kind of weird life moment where I'm like, I don't know what that opportunity is going to be. Cause there's not a lot of companies, you know, like a new rubber made that's in, in Texas or even jewelry companies. Right. So you can go to like a, you know, Kendra Scott for like jewelry, or you can go to like an igloo. I mean, those were similar yeah. backgrounds. But I was like, what, what could I do? And, and I'd received a phone call from a recruiter that was just like, they're looking for someone outside the industry, which piqued my interest. And, yeah. uh, and they said, uh, and this would be in Texas and probably be Houston or Dallas to start. And, uh, at the time I was like, what, wh- but really what sold me, I was like, I was like, well, why do they want someone outside the industry? That was, yeah. was yeah. going to be my question. And, and yeah. so that's, so I said, you know what, on that note, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'd like to know more and, and spend some time getting to know the management team. And, um, and it was a long process because, you know, again, they they don't bring in a lot of folks. One, you know, most of the folks at Highland Homes have been there forever. Yeah, they um, have. And they don't bring in a lot of new people. Um, mm-hmm. And so... Uh, so, yeah, I mean, disclose what you can,
2: but yeah. every builder in Houston, I think we have a pretty good relationship with, all of their upper management is from the company. Yeah. It's, it's from true. construction, it's from mm-hmm. accounting, it's from land, it's from sales. Yeah. Why do they want somebody from outside the industry
3: um, so I think a lot of it was, again, the, the background I had was more on consumer brands and, and just kind of running branded, branded products, right? And, and Highland was, is, is and continues to pursue just brand growth, right? We are a Dallas-based yeah. company, and yes. we are known very well in Dallas. Very well. We're known here, but we're not known here, right? Um, you, you still kind of go, I know that name, I've seen it, but do I really know it? And, uh, but that's also been just we're younger here. Right, I mean, yes. Houston's half the age of Dallas, mm-hmm. um, and so there was just the, you know, I think their angle was, hey, we could bring someone in, we could teach them the business side of this, sure. you know, because again, there's still there's still so many similarities to the process of of selling. But a, we can't a product. teach what he's just done. But he's yeah. came from at Pandora at managing Burbank. brands, right. marketing brands, you know, helping brands be very competitive, you know, against you know, uh, you know, other brands on a day to day basis. Like, let's see what if he could bring some different lenses to the game. And so that's what I hope I've done. That was the game plan.
2: <laughs> I feel like Highland is
1: just so... And this goes for the product, the people, the the processes there. I feel like they're always so ahead. I love that thought. I think that that was such a wonderful idea on Highland's part to bring somebody from the outside that wasn't from another home builder to carbon copy what another builder was doing. They brought somebody who had branding experience to help them with their brand in a completely different industry. I just feel like that's something maybe even overlooked in our industry sometimes where we do kind of just move people up, especially in the new home side. And and that's fine. I mean, I'm not saying don't get moved up. It's just the norm. Exactly. But I, I just think Highland is so innovative. Um, and that's what makes them so unique. And we're the three of us obviously are huge fans of Highland, the people, the Mm -hmm. product, the customer service, everything about Highland. And, um, I just, I love that they did that with you. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I hope so because we're I'm glad you are. know.
3: I'm glad, I'm glad they, they took like, a shot on me. I mean, it was a big deal for them to make that kind of a step, you know, and so. Uh, I
1: agree, but it's innovative. Like, yeah. I find that very innovative yeah. of them to have that, like, foresight that this is what we need and we don't want it to be like everybody else in our yeah. industry. We want it to come from somebody very seasoned and someone well-tenured in branding and not from the industry because we want to be different. Because Highland, to me, is very different than all the other builders. Sure. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I just, I, I think your background and everything you've talked about is just fascinating. And I'm
2: curious, being new in the industry then, what was a, like a big aha moment or how competitive is this home building? Like, like what, what, what was a revelation yeah. in the first few months? Well, it,
3: it's very competitive, but I think it's a good competitive, right? So I think like, you know, compared to maybe my last two, two you know, two companies, and I'll use those as examples, like you're not... You know, so let's say I was putting trying to sell a product in on a shelf and gain certain certain shelf placement within a big box retailer. If they pick my item, great. Or if they pick, you know, if I'm selling 20 items and they pick five of them, did they pick the five that are really give me the best opportunity to shine right. on that shelf space? They may have different reasons why they picked my five, and they mm-hmm. may have been the five I'm like, uh, I don't know if I, that's not my best. That wasn't my best work, right? I mean, I'm glad to be here. I'm glad I'm getting five SKUs with you, but like. But like, maybe we had some new innovations that they're like, yeah, we're just, you know, we don't like the price point or, you know, maybe there wasn't something they didn't like about it and they just, they didn't give that shot, a shot on the shelf. Right. Um, You know, Pandora's kind of the same, right? You're, you're this global company that is kind of, you know, you're, you're trying to, you know, again, when you're that big of a company, there's still going to be some standardization across all the markets. Right. And so am I, am I as strong as I can be in Texas being a Danish based, company right so there's times you're like i wish i had just a little bit more you know a little bit more ammo a little bit more something yeah that i could kind of get support from the company or investment from the company to help me kind of be as strong as i possibly could be in in specific markets but that's what i think is beautiful about the home building business and especially highland homes is is we are i mean all the competition you're all working on getting each other better Mm -hmm. right and we could pivot and make those adjustments right i mean so it's not so static that it's like nope that's our widget and that's what we're going with like let it ride like no no it's like oh the customers change you know COVID happened and we need another study you know or we need workout facilities in our right. houses or we need right. to you know change the tandem garage overnight to be now a finished space that makes sense <laughs> where you could pivot, and now you're yeah. sharpening your pencil, and your competition sharpening. Your and it's all—it's all in the spirit of a better consumer experience and a better consumer product. So the but consumer you, wins, right? But like, but you have that battle every single day happening, and you could be sharpening your pencils along the way, and it's better for the consumer. But again, you know, so we could pivot a little bit more, I guess, is you know.
2: Well, and an advantage Highland has is it's Texas-based, right? Yep. As yep. opposed to a national. Correct. we adding that study might take sure a year in some yeah. of yes. those situations absolutely where you guys can definitely pivot yeah
3: it's like what do we need right now you mm-hmm. know and and look with the, what the market's given us the last three four years i mean you have to be able to kind of pivot along the <laughs> way like pivot. it's <laughs> it's uh you know 2024 will have something in there for sure <laughs> yes Rates.
1: so you've been with highland for five years is that correct? going on five yep so over your five-year tenure with highland mm-hmm. what would you say makes highland different from your competitors
3: Hmm. Um. I mean, again, I think I think our our ability to pivot and change is is kind of a it's it's a it's a badge we you know we wear. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, no, it's yeah, That's something we kind of pride ourselves on. I think just the the company who the company is, Jeanne, um, and and sure. her vision, um, you know she walks every prototype, you know, mm-hmm. she touches every still. single plane still. Right. Yeah. And so there, in, in our architecture team, Gonzalo, like, I mean, you know, there's times we've had, so I think, um, I think some of y'all have had chances to meet him, but mm-hmm. we, we have some, the, the special sauce in, in the building that you're like, how do you, how do you duplicate that? Cause yeah. at times, yes, it is a science, but it's very much an art and it's, and it's really making sure that, um, you know, and so you have to have that visionary and that person that can kind of you know, look at it that way. It's not just about, it's not about maximizing square footage or maximizing profit. And I think that's one big difference about Highland. It's about, is the product right for the customer? Are we giving them the very best product, you know, built to the highest standards that lives very well for them? Mm-hmm. And even if that definition of how living changes, are we, are we modifying and, and changing with the times and staying ahead of that? And that's more important than anything else. And I think that as a salesperson, you can't appreciate that more. Right, I mean, you're just like, thank you, you know, it's like you, thank you, Um, because they're giving you new tools each and every time Uh to just kind of keep going. Okay, like this is this is you know this go make lemonade now. There you go. Here's your here's here's the
2: answer. So, I was gonna chime in with the sales counselors. Yep, because Highland, they may not be the most tenured, but when you walk into a Highland home, you feel the professionalism. Yes, you feel. Like they want you there. Yes. And that's not a feeling that a lot of model homes give off. Yep. It's just not. And then for Highland to empower most of their sales consultants with one-person communities, yep. you know, various assistants, whatever the case may be, that's not the norm in Houston either. No. I don't know about Dallas, San Antonio, no. Austin, but to empower that salesperson says so much for the company. That the sales counselor feels that, and, mm-hmm. and I think they're willing to to just make it work, whatever that is. Oh, but staying late, coming in early, uh, making that extra phone call, whatever it is, and, and you see the difference when you walk into. Yeah. Well, uh, we I
3: say, know. I mean, we, we, you know we say they're the CEO of their neighborhoods, and that's not a term we take very lightly. And it's not, it sounds really awesome, like, oh, I'm CEO, lot of um, But there's a lot of accountability that falls on those shoulders. On a one-man office. Yeah, on a one-man mm-hmm. office. Um, so with it comes great reward, but with it comes also great responsibility, right? And, sure. And, but I think that you're right. So you have to have a special individual that can handle that. And I think that's something you kind of feel when you're interacting with our sales counselors is they are able to handle that. And that's, again, that
2: just... They're, they're different because of that. There's know? millions of dollars worth of inventory. Yes. Yes. Millions. <laughs> Can they handle it? <laughs> yeah.
1: So you're over South Texas. South correct? Texas. Correct? Yep. So it, from any of the markets, what mm-hmm. is your favorite plan that Highland builds and why?
3: Good question, dude. Um, if I was the buy a house right now in my house probably be the 274
1: oh the 200 series is so um cool. and the
3: 274 i mean it has just mo- massive kitchen tons of storage you got the whole wall of cabinets along the back big open living and then you've got your game room that's just kind of right yeah. off of the living right. and it's like a double game room so you got your game room media room back there so you just have like uh, just a great space you throw in some sliders now you got some big outdoor living off both of those <laughs> right i mean yeah. so uh and I would definitely, if I was building, I mean, the more sliders, the better. Yes. You know, um, we just we just built a, a new Huntington up in, in Dallas in the PGA neighborhood. Uh, it's called The Fields. Okay. And it's where the PGA corporate offices.
0: is. Wow. Um, and
3: it's, uh, it's a smaller footprint home. I think it's a 60-foot Huntington. Um, so, you know, smaller lots. But this house, I, I think it had seven sliders in it. And I was like, oh, that's like, if you could ever build a house and just say, let's figure out how many sliders we could put into one house. <gasps> They Did it, they did it. the master bathroom had sliders, genie it. it was awesome, so just, just a f- nice outdoor living area. <laughs> it was awesome, though. I was like, I was like, so from this point on, from since I've left there now, any house I kind of think of, I'm like, where else can I put a couple yeah. more sliders on this house? You need just the really wall, open it just, up. Give, yeah, just slider. give me a slider. So 274, I do love the 216 as well, though. Yes, which I mean, just tried mm-hmm. and true. Um, so, so I maybe
2: do. I should know this, but right. where did the numbers come from in labeling the there's plans. no math
3: behind the there's numbers. Not? Yeah, it's yeah. Not so like that was that was definitely a part of my onboarding. I'm like, okay, explain these numbers to me. There's yeah. like, there's no science behind it. I was like, great. How am I gonna learn all this? Yeah. Because I was like, because you're just like, I, what's the difference? The two doesn't mean anything. The seven doesn't mean anything. It's like no. 30,
2: forty. The first thirty nine no. no. were failures, and then the fortieth. 40th- <laughs> No. no, they just
3: kind of become a series. And so, you know, the 200s the 500s. Yeah, the, and the 200 500s.
2: series, the 600s. Well, because everybody else is like, this is the Elm, and sure. this is the Or, Mayberry, you know, it's the 2631, and it's 2,631 square foot. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Well,
3: it, and it, now we're actually changing that, and you'll notice we're going to more named plans. Oh. And you're even going to see like that, that in the 200s. The 200s will eventually morph into a named plan.
1: Well, when I, I was like at the Highland, names. they had names. Yep.
3: Yeah. Um, brand, what's What's that for branding? Yeah, for branding. Because again, the number sure. didn't. The, the number had no to meaning to it. So,
0: pick names from the team or family.
3: No, I think it's been more
0: streets, trees, birds, no, cities. Oh my like
3: Everything from. Cars to artists to oh, it's been kind of a, an okay. eclectic uh-huh. mix of names. Yeah. Oh, are,
1: are you guys like taking a vote? Like you
3: might see the Matisse out there, you know, it's oh. a, the De
2: Pasquale. The, day the, uh,
3: the <laughs> There's an Escalade, I think. Is there really?
0: <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah. we'll have to keep an eye out for yeah. all the renamed plans. Huh? huh. Yeah. Yeah, because most of them, you'll. Well, the
3: artisans were always named, and then as as we, as we've been updating our classic portfolio, um, which we've installed an, an entire new branch of our, our kind of product development team. So we are rolling out product so fast right now. It's, it's new product, great. New product, new product. And it's on, so we, we brought in a true product manager. So you have your architectural team, but you have a true product manager that's really kind of looking at each series of plans. Just like, just like any manufacturing company would, you know, you'd have this individual that's looking at the competition. What's the consumer want? What's the consumer feedback? Right. Which tweaks do we make? And then relaunching an entire um, plan lineup. And in our past, it used to be, oh, that one's getting old. Let's put it on the docket. And then we'll, you know, we'll get to that Red six liner. months from now. And we may clean it up a little bit, cut out a couple of plans. This is really just on a very um, formal calendar. Like, okay, you know, come 15 months, there's going to be a rollout of a new lineup and it's going to kind of have a fully refreshed look. To keep to everything yeah. fresh. So we've got all new... What was the 200s? So all new 60 60 foot product coming out. It's going to have new elevations, all completely new layouts, um, and just kind of be updated. Now some of them, you know, might be kind of have similarities to some of the plans. Like some of you know, like a 216 or 274 or 272. There's a there's a tried and true kind of layout yes. to that house. You don't you know? want to yeah. discard yeah, it. So totally. kind of you, you make some upgrades to it, updates to it, but that's about it. But there's still kind of a, a baseline that kind of hmm. came from that very popular plan that stayed. Yeah, you know, we kind of we call them cousins. Like will call them our cousin plants. <laughs>
0: oh, I like that. So still some, they're the they're
3: same bloodline. They're, they're still in the family. They're in the, family. the family. They're,
1: they're just Houston. not immediate. Yeah.
0: yeah. Houston market, better watch out. But yeah. new things on the horizon.
3: Yeah. yeah. All kinds of, new. and that's for the whole state. So it's it's coming across uh, across all the cities. So it's, but now I've got some great new modern farmhouse elevations for the up. '60s. For the or '60s. Or yep, that'll be coming out. Oh, so. Wow. Okay. That's. That's new news. It's coming. Breaking so news. It's going to be good. You heard and the it. The 80s, 80s first? have rolled
2: out in Ellison, oh. right? Yeah.
3: Right. The 80s, but there's also going to be some new 80s. It's okay. Yeah. So, he, so the model remember. the is a brand new plan that's going up in Ellison.
2: Okay. Yeah. Because so. you is, haven't had 80s in a while. Yeah. Right? So
3: updated, updated that lineup as well. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Is there any hard.
1: plans to bring Huntington into Houston again?
3: I think if, if there was a neighborhood where it made sense. Um, I mean, you know, I was talking about the, the smaller footprint Huntington product in Dallas. I mean, every developer that's seen, it's like, we want to find a home for that. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing product, great entertaining product. It's just smaller footprint. Um, it's just, so we're hoping that some of the new developments that are kind of on the horizon, late 24, 25, start building in some sections that kind of you know, kind of have that opportunity to, to, you know, have kind of that higher end product to yeah. add nine yeah. sliders, nine sliders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called the slider series. This slider series? Yeah. <laughs> if
1: anybody can meet a home building goal, it's going to be Jeanne. And I'm sure she oh, was like, uh, how many sliders can I put in here? I'm going to do oh, that's it. Awesome. That would be challenge accepted. No cha- yeah. challenge accepted with Jeanne. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, she's wonderful. So how, how did you meet Jared?
3: I was thinking about this question. Um Did we meet? I think it was Wood Forest Grand yes, Opening. Yes,
0: it was right before everything shut down. Because yeah. oh. I had just joined the team, and it was before everything shut down. It was in Hunter's Model.
2: Yep. It was a big turnout. Hunter out. and Linda. It was a great turnout. T- t- I think we had 100 turnout. people out there. Oh, Highland House. I think you were there with somebody
3: else, but...
0: but we oh. do not speak. No, we do not yes. talk about that. We do not speak just of saying. this. But you had just moved here, right? Yeah, just because I
3: lived in Dallas. You, so to start, I didn't get to come straight to Houston. So I right. started, I lived in Dallas for, I think, six, seven months and just learned a lot about the business, the company. My first two months with Highland, I just sat in a model like literally didn't do anything. Did
0: you really? That's, that's like phenomenal.
2: That Everyday. Yeah, just that's the same model or
3: uh, different up? I had I had a couple different neighborhoods I I could switch it up but literally they're like just sitting. I'm like, <sighs> okay, but you've brought me in I'm VP of sales. I should do something. They're like, no, no, no. Oh, just I, just observe. Just observe. I like, I love that. The sales so did that. And then I spent a couple months actually managing a small team. So they're like, okay, now we're going to give you a little taste of what a sales manager feels like. And like, <laughs> here's a couple neighborhoods, you know, and report the sales and you know, here's the go, calls. Here's the calls, Right. And so, uh, so that was kind of, my, so for, yes. Yeah, so for, I was in Dallas, they kind of helped me up there and then I'd kind of get to do certain events in Houston, which probably like just threw everyone for a loop when I would show up and they're like, who's, you know, they're not understanding like why this guy from Pandora is now here and he shows up every once in a while and then I got to move down <laughs> here. I think that was one of my first grand openings. Yeah. And then just Jared being the inquisitive, you know, extroverted individual, he kinda cornered me and was like, All right, <laughs> who are you? Oh
2: I can see it. I can <laughs> see did. that this That wasn't in the model.
0: Yep. I remember seeing y'all over at one of the little bar tops.
3: And well, that, I was just and I was new, so I was just happy to talk to somebody because yes. like no one like knows who I am, so I'm <laughs> like, oh, well, at least Aww. someone will talk to me. And yeah, I'm we to to me. up and, and said, where then... did you come from? Yes. <laughs> who are you? Why are
0: you here, sir? And then here? let's go to lunch.
3: <laughs> yeah. And that's and then that started, and we've been pretty pretty consistent with the lunches. We're pretty proud we of. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: so
0: well then the million dollar question. Oh yes. Michelle's has... first lunch at Saltgrass.
3: That one I couldn't remember. Have
0: y'all been to Saltgrass? I
3: don't, I don't think so. What? What? We we've kind of so. oh.
1: Don't speak about saltgrass. Look at him; like he's shaking his head. He loves saltgrass.
3: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with saltgrass. I just think, y'all, y'all, y'all just yeah, got we to. Stay okay. I think the We've first done some barbecue. Was, uh, We've done
2: Mexican. A lot of Mexican. I think the first one was 1960. Um, uh, Lupe, Lupe, Lupe Torrej. That's right. Throws me for so that a loop every time. One. He's
0: like yeah. 1960. I'm like, how long yep. have y'all been lunching? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes, going. When F- I also F-99. lived on, I used to no, live on that
3: side of town too. So that was a common, common. So when I met Jared. You know, I, I kinda at least knew he was I was living in Eagle Springs at the time. So it was oh, gonna, yeah, okay. I was on that side of town. So yeah, so nineteen sixty. Well, you were very
1: familiar with Eagle Springs. Yeah. Yes. Very, familiar. very yes. familiar with Eagle Springs.
3: Yep. Yep. Well, and I had family on the other side of the lake. So I, I, I know the the Huffman Crosby side. Oh, oh well so, look at that. Yeah, so,
1: Who
0: yeah. knew all well, this so. about y'all?
1: <laughs> so now you just need to go to Jared's house and play basketball with him. That's
3: it. That's oh it. well
0: so that is another question. Yes. Do, your daughter you said is an athlete. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now does she get this inherit from you or you're tall, yes. six five? Yes. Did you I play? I hope
3: she in gets sports? the athletic side for it. I did, I did. So I played football at Texas Tech.
2: Wow. So I an
3: offensive lineman there.
2: Okay. It gets cold so can... here, doesn't
3: it? It gets cold. <laughs> it's windy. The there's dust storms. Um, it's pretty wild. But yeah, it's cold. Yeah. And it's you... real hot. You know, it's it's either real hot or real One cold. One of the other Like yeah, dry, dry hot dry too. Hot,
1: yeah. yeah. Did you
0: right. make it into the newspaper like Jared did?
3: For what reason?
0: Well, <laughs>
3: oh,
1: well, did you make it into the newspaper? I've, been, I've been in
3: newspapers, but I feel like for good reasons. But I feel okay. like Jared's oh, okay. got a better well, story. Well, I feel well, like he's got a basketball better
1: basketball photo. Okay, th- was in
0: the Crosby. This might be
2: the last podcast. I think. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, let's
3: know about more about you. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: can watch the last one.
0: Yes. <laughs> okay, so you were an athlete. Yep. And then that career ended after
3: college. So. It ended after college. No I was I was not good enough to go pro, and I was more than honest with myself on that one. Some no people, big injuries. Some people... we can
2: still walk upright. And... Uh, yeah. I mean, arthritis <laughs> is
3: bad, but like I never blew out knees. Uh, ankles got kind of beat up, but knees, shoulders, all good. So no, good. I, I stayed mainly.
1: Do you remember your jersey number?
3: I do, absolutely. It's My it? daughter's number now. It's the most awkward Which... volleyball number you've ever seen. What is it? Oh, Seventy-three.
1: Oh. Did she get to pick it?
3: She well, well so far you know it will eventually get like to where no. she does it. No, no, she does.
1: She does right she, now. No, well, she, oh, she That's she her pick. oh. Yeah, that's her
3: But after, her after after you,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, she dad, picked yeah. it after. She picked yeah. it after her daddy. Okay, I I mean, love it. Like, I
3: mean, in like the first jersey, there might have been like a little bit of influence. Like, hey, solid number. <laughs> you know what Devin's <laughs> so, right. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs>
3: you know. But but now I tell her, look, there's a lot of responsibility to wear that number. Like, I mean, like you got oh. you got to post up. Like, well, you so do <gasps> you want to know Jared's
1: basketball number? I do. That he
0: picked. Wait, just get, take a take a guess.
2: Double zero. Wait, is that a bad number? No, it's a number. That's yeah, a good no, it, number. That's not a bad number. It just means okay. don't
3: let the number take away from the the, the, oh, the means show. No, It means I came from nothing. Yeah, right? the double
2: yeah, zero. Yeah. Just, so what? What was your number? It's twenty-three. <laughs> okay, it's you and Jordan. Yes. J <laughs> the MJ Jordan.
1: of basketball in Crosby. It's
0: he was assigned that number because of his good I court skills. I thought this was skills. about John. Well, we're just talking. But He was an so athlete.
1: You, you, you were, we were assigned the number.
2: You weren't. You didn't ask. I was assigned. The I the thought numbers. for that's sure he that's asked a big deal. for the number, no, that's but a big deal. no. He, he so.
1: I don't believe he was number. assigned the number.
2: In so. high school, we didn't get to choose. They had like ten medium jerseys, ten larges, and ten extra larges. That's how. It <laughs> well, happened. then you did. I mean, and it could have been, been a lot
3: worse. Like, I mean, that's solid. Oh
2: like, yeah, it yeah been. I could have. I could have had seventy three or something. Yeah yeah. So,
3: That'd be an awkward basketball right number. It, it would actually. be. It's, a, it's an awkward volleyball number, but we're
1: good with it for <laughs> but now. But she wears it well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, so you and sure Jared that. have had many lunches together. Yeah. You've spent time with Jared. Mm-hmm. How would you describe him?
3: Um, I would say, one, I mean, he's he's a very smart individual. Like, he understands this business inside and out. Um, He's inquisitive, so always has good questions. Um, he has a lot so of questions. He has a lot of questions, which I appreciate. Questions lead to good Good like dialogue, questions. yeah. I love questions. Um, I like questions. I like where the, because then I'm thinking, well, where's that question coming from? Yes. Right? Why, right? Are yeah, why are you that? asking that? Yeah, why are you asking that? Yeah. Or know, does it lead that? to? Where, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I do like I do like the questions. So no, but I just really knows the business. Um, also gotten kind of known personally a little bit and just, you know, we get on some, you know, learned about his property out in West Texas. So we both like West Texas. Um, I've got a property not far from his. And so.
0: Oh, yeah, have y'all met up? Property not Brothers. Yet, not yet. <gasps>
2: maybe uh, next he did, week he we talked about
3: it oh, he did say if oh. i broke down he'd come help me out like he'd come you A know friendly tell me neighbor since,
0: i love since that since his truck's are nicer you, than he's going to totally be out of town next that's week that's you're going out of town
1: again i caught that
3: john invited me he
1: never tells him when he's going oh well that's okay then. The if you invite three. him that's to I'm, go out of town it's okay yeah, yeah i invited him yeah so i'll take the one jerry just goes out of town and doesn't doesn't speak of it. I mean, you got to kind
2: of but assume Next week's kind he of a He does still answer, he so does. we can't give him too Let's much a of a hard time. I'm like, what
1: are you doing, Jared? He's like, I'm dragging like corn feed out to <laughs> yeah. put in my feeder.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I answered, didn't I? He did answer. You did answer, yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you didn't answer me, though. You texted and said, I can't answer because I'm filling the feeder. I'm like, okay, I understand. I responded. You, did I respond. responded. <laughs> you did respond. You did respond. Yes. So. So. Well, that's cool. Y'all are like neighbors. The property brothers. Out
2: yeah. <laughs> Kind of. the property yeah. <laughs> I told him if his Ford breaks down, the yep. Chevy will come pick him Rescue up. Rescue him. Ooh, yep. yeah. that's a rivalry right there. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. A little bit. No, John's got we all stroke. know he's joking in that. I'll, I'll tell <laughs> he's him. He's joking. Time. All, all jokes come from somewhere. No. <laughs> that's right.
1: Well, so there's been a lot of changes at Highland recently yep. as far as management and leadership and good changes, yep. by the way. Yes. yes. It's all wonderful yes. changes. Growing. Yes. Yeah. So. Can you speak a little bit to that and maybe where the direction of the company is going as we yeah. head into 2024?
3: Absolutely. So so the first big shift is we've kind of separated the state into two. So you've got Dallas and then you've got South Texas. And so that's kind of kind of call it two bigger divisions of, of Highland Homes.
1: Dallas uh, is just its own.
3: Dallas is its own. <laughs> but you know, between the, the, the whole DFW Metroplex, I mean, that is, that is a... An, a Business by itself, a region. in you know? Wow, it's really a region by itself. So, um, so yeah, so just kind of so we've kind of pulled those cities together, and, and uh, that's given me my new opportunity to kind of to gain some responsibility over the three cities and kind of look at it as a kind of a bigger number, bigger roll up. Um, and then with that, Zane was promoted. Um, so, now she's
2: new,
3: right? yeah. so she's the vice president of sales over Houston, very well deserved and, and couldn't be more excited for her and her
2: all. Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> Jinks. Jinks. Always at
0: each of the ten. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, Coke. Yes.
3: and then with that, we've had to kind of grow out our our, our management team under Zane. And so, uh, you know, we had added Matt Bolin, I guess about a year ago. So now he's, yeah. he's now officially our most tenured sales manager. Wow. Um, Danny Day, recently promoted. Uh, and then Mac Wolf yes. was just promoted. So, Mac was going to go to a leadership training we had kind of set up for him for a year, and we decided we needed him now. So, oh. he's doing on the job
0: boots
1: on, on the, the ground, the just uh, thrown throw to the just, fire. Matt got fast track. That's way to learn. Yes, he got fast tracked Fast track,
3: Mac. Yep. That's a, so, so
1: exciting. Couldn't
3: be more excited for, for all three of them and for Zane. So, it's, it's going to be exciting. So, but Houston is having a phenomenal year. The business is in a great spot. I think we're about to break a thousand units, uh, in net sales, which is oh, a, wow. which is a milestone number for us. It's a huge number. Um, and, uh, and so yeah. we're, we're really close to that number right now. Teams pushing hard for the end of the year to kind of achieve that. Um, oh, so we're excited. rooting
1: for yes. you guys. Yes, we'll I've keep... got one going under contract with y'all. Thank you. Yes. We're this, gonna week. Be you be this week. Go. There you go. Big
0: push.
3: No, we appreciate it. And we appreciate y'all support y'all. Y'all help us do that. Um, so no, we're excited. So a lot of growth and, uh, just, you know, again, trying to, you know, just work on this whole market just to kind of grow our brand presence, you know, and, and, and what we mean to the consumers across Austin, San Antonio, and Houston. And uh, we're excited. A lot of a lot of great opportunities in front of us.
1: You keep saying that, but for me, maybe it's because I worked for Highland, too, yeah. or just because we're such big fans of Highland. But I just feel like everybody knows who Highland is here. Is yeah, that just me? Yeah, that's to hear.
0: No, I live in a Highland. I love mm-hmm. it. So, I've I've...
3: Y'all for quite I, think,
2: some time. I think you're comparing it to Dallas. The yeah, I, I think <laughs> that—that's. I mean,
3: you know about us, and, 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 and yes, people right. know about the brand. If you said, you know, hey, do you know about Highland? Like, if if they don't own Highland, the name somewhat resonates. But I think do we always get credit for everything we do? I mean, does that brand really kind of carry that? That full weight, weight. Mm. And I think there's that opportunity just mm. to, to to do a better job telling our story, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of things we do, and we just kind of do it because it's right to do. It's the, and then we believe in that, and you know that yes, comes from the company. Sure. We yes. we kind of pride ourselves in like what is the right thing to do. And um, but you know, as a brand, you want that to have that kind of that known, you know, kind of factor the about same that, same story, that story, that story, right? Yeah. And they're like, wait, I know, because I know. I've seen
2: Highland do warranty work, repair work that shouldn't be done. No. But oh it, yeah.
3: No, and but we can't happens. put all that in writing, but it's no. who we are. It's like, hey, if that's right to do, and and, and if and even if it's not something we did incorrectly or one of our trades did incorrectly, if it's the right thing to do, okay, we're gonna help take care of yes. you there. Yes,
0: and, I can and, attest. I've
2: seen it to time it now, and but, time again. Yeah. 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 So, um,
3: so yeah, so we're excited about just kind of that 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 next step, and we were really down a strong path of, you know, bringing in some of the brand agencies and really working on the brand. Then COVID hit, and that, uh. and then that just. Through that whole playbook out the door for right. a while, right? I mean, you had to kind of just kind of... So now that things are kind of back to a little bit more of a normalcy, um, you know, as much as that can be defined right now, um, you know, we're kind of re-engaging that and kind of getting back on that push, so...
2: So 1,000 sales this year, what is 2024? We, we can't go backwards, right? <laughs> you can never go backwards. You can never go backwards. <laughs> just asking.
3: You can never go backwards, so... So that number is is it's still being number. It, yeah it's still being defined and refined but um, but no it, you can't go backwards so so it's a big milestone now good you got now you got to keep it there
2: good answer
0: so, yeah. so with your new promotion I guess traveling now is in you back in your
1: back, future back oh. in my future okay but it's nothing
3: like what I used to do so I I, I love I can handle I can handle San Antonio and Austin yeah so it's only it a couple of hours I mean
1: yeah, Dallas yeah. is four my previous hours, life it might have
3: yeah. been. 230, 240 days, yeah. just gone, like just living in a oh, hotel. So it's not Thailand. No, nah, not Thailand. So <laughs> no it, wouldn't be well, it wasn't to always that. Thailand. The main office was in Baltimore, so I was a lot of, a lot of Baltimore
2: time mm. with Pandora. So it was I've never wanted to go to Baltimore. I don't think it's
0: not on my list <laughs> <It's not laughs> of right? places. Uh, you're, I, at least,
3: you're at least a train ride from New York aren't City. Aren't they known, known for like crab? Of nice, yeah, oh yeah.
0: Crab, I mean, for oh, crab yeah. in Baltimore.
2: Oh, yeah. Lots of crabs there.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but they buy, they buy a lot of their big crabs from Texas and Louisiana, which is oh, kind of Oh,
1: well, of course they do.
3: You know? Of course. Of
1: course. Everything's so. bigger in Texas. <laughs> yes.
2: I like it. So.
1: Well, speaking of bigger, yep. I we can't not talk about Jean-Anne a little mm-hmm. bit because she is the face of the company. She's absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. Everybody knows Jean-Anne. What was your first meeting with her? Yes. Oh, Coming yeah. from somebody who doesn't know the industry, didn't know oh, Jean. Especially yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jaded by. yeah.
3: <laughs> no, no, no. Um, well the first meeting was an interview. <laughs> so I love it. So I, I got to interview with her uh, you know, in person and uh, and you could tell very quickly who she is and, and, and who she is personality-wise very quickly, right? Yes. I mean, like she doesn't... She cannot feel, hide it. Yeah, it's not an act. No, it's, no, not, it's not. No, so, uh, so very quickly, I kind of I understand and, and I appreciate it. I think, you know, I've had the opportunity, you know, even with, with Pandora, you know, getting to work with founders of businesses that have been uber, you know, successful, there is, there is something really special about each one of those individuals. Right. And I mean, it is the work ethic. It is just who they are personality wise. Like, I mean, you, you know, they have to, you know, no matter, you know, they're going to be a big personality. They have to be because they have weathered storms. They have, they have made it through, you know, you know, we, we, you know, Gina would say, you know, we've never had a, a losing year no matter if you know what recession was thrown at us you yeah. know and, right. and that's you know that's uh that takes a very special person and so I've I've had the opportunity to kind of know individuals like that and was really excited about the opportunity to ha- have an opportunity to get to know her and, and add one more to my list because I think again what you could pick up off individuals like that it, you can't learn in a textbook
1: you can't so. and you can't teach it either I mean you can never teach somebody how to be like genius. No. No. I love the story of Highland as well it's it it's a little reminiscent of Turtle Mangum mm-hmm. where Jeannie started in the model home. So Jeannie Ann was in sales yeah. and that's kind of our premise for Turtle Mangum. Right. Jared started in the model yeah. home and has built something out of it to where she just, she gets it, yeah. you know, and Jared gets it not comparing you to Jeannie Ann because she's, she <laughs> is. She is way. She's the senior VP. She yeah. no. Well, she calls trainee. herself uh, the CFO. The um, uh, chief fun officer. Chief so, okay, fun no, officer. Can't, can't go backwards now. You're not really the fun officer.
2: Well, I can't oh, be. Oh gosh. With... Don't tell him
0: he's not fun.
2: <laughs> we'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> when he's out of town. <laughs> I I just feel yeah. like the she's... beatings
3: will continue until morale improves. <laughs> yeah.
1: She's just. She's such a huge part of the branding. So yeah. I had to ask you. Just coming from. Yeah. Sure. product branding going to new home sales it's like oh okay it's it's another product but then you meet jn ann who is such a big brand to to highland in yep. itself it's i just didn't know if that threw you off
3: no not at all i mean again i think uh, you know uh, aside from like maybe some of the consumer product companies but again when you when you do meet a you know a true founder of a business um and even in the jewelry industry you can kind of you know, you've got like a Kendra Scott type individual. I mean, there, yeah, there's yeah, sure. a, there's a vision there, you know, there is a, uh, there's an art to, to what they brought to the, the, the market. And, mm-hmm. and you have to just one, just kind of really appreciate it and just kind of go, wow, that's, that's pretty special. And then, um, and then to, to get that opportunity to kind of further experience it, watch it in the roles that I'm in now, I mean, yeah. that's, that's some of my biggest learnings, you know, I mean, as I was kind of, on you know as I've been with the company I mean any meetings I can kind of slip into where I could just be a fly on the wall and in, yeah. in Jean Anne's meeting like that has helped me so much because I could I could pick up so much and read so much in, into what's going on and why we're doing what we're doing or why she's thinking the way she's thinking and then I could help go okay how can I help translate that you know to down yeah and Correct. down to my team and so yeah I just beg for opportunities just to be flies fly on the wall in, in a lot of those meetings and just absorb okay you know how is she digesting what's happening in the marketplace? You know, what's kind of given her concern? Or you know what is she in? And then translating that down.
2: Yeah. You know? How often do you converse with Jeanine? Is it a weekly um, No, it's a couple event.
3: times a month. Um, um, I'd say probably three times a month. There's, there's certain touch points. Mm-hmm. you know, um, And so, and, and again, like the, the meeting I was kind of late coming in, my last meeting was just one where I truly am just kind of, it's a marketing meeting. And I really don't have a lot value to bring to that <laughs> meeting, but I just, oh, I just, say I want to digest, you know, kind of again, like, you know, what's, what's kind of the, the vibe in the room and, and what is she focused on and, 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 you know, how is she looking at things and yeah. trying my best to, because that, again, that's, that's all of our goals within the company, right? I mean, she, you know, she, her and her brother built this phenomenal company. It is on us to help carry that vision through, right? And so mm-hmm. that I, that's how I, I try to task myself with that is just try to be Try to pick up as much as possible, and do my best to say, "Well, Ann can't be in every room and every meeting. Yeah. How can I help translate that down to, exactly. to every employee?" You know, that I, I that love. I it's at.
1: a
0: great way to be a leader. Yeah, I
1: love that, John. And I mean, there's no other builder can replicate what Jeanne and you guys have done. I mean, for me, that's why I just think it's so interesting. You keep saying that. Houston doesn't know the Highland brand. I mean, we yeah, know the Highland yeah. brand. It's very, very recognizable to me at least, and I know to Jared and to Christy. Um, but it's it would be extremely difficult to copy the Highland brand. Yeah. It's so well known. It's so reputable. Uh, you guys are just absolutely incredible, all of you.
3: Well, and that's why. That's why. I- y'all and, and our entire realtor network so important to us because y'all help tell that story Aww. right so like that that but that's why we we want to always continue to be such big partners with 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 y'all and, and our entire realtor network is just we need that help telling that story right sure, and and, yeah. and again you can put it in a print or you can put it in social media okay i mean but coming from y'all it's gotta it have a voice yes. right. yeah, it, does. Yes. it
0: needs a voice yes so. and so so
3: that's that's you guys play a massive role in our success, and we appreciate that. So.
1: Well, thanks. Likewise. No. Well. Any other questions for John? Oh, I know you mix. probably have fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they
0: just want to know when they're getting their Every lunch, lunch. <laughs> date together. <Yeah. laughs> You're gonna go to Saltgrass? <laughs>
2: no. You're gonna take him to take Saltgrass? You later. <laughs> no.
0: They'll probably be cutting a turkey that's together fine. <laughs> next <laughs> week <laughs> I'm in <good>. West <laughs> Texas. Price will bring her gift card. To Saltgrass.
1: The gift card that Jared <laughs> gave me to Saltgrass. That
3: you
0: still has. <laughs> she still has do we it. Need yeah, to go. I feel to bad we
3: haven't done Saltgrass. I, I feel like believe... we need to do that now. Like, I, mean, I feel
1: like if I you go take a picture. Now, I, don't,
3: but... I don't know that they have
2: filet fajitas, but. Oh, okay. Filet <laughs> fajitas. fajitas? No, they don't. Yeah, we'll keep going there. Yeah. To
0: that place. Oh, my word. Yeah. Undisclosed. Undisclosed.
2: Oh, I was about yeah. to say, can you yeah. tell us where y'all go? No, they won't ever tell us,
0: probably.
1: This is like the underground. It's the
2: they don't want showing The speakeasy <laughs> lunch. Yes.
1: The TM speakeasy. Mm-hmm. TM mm-hmm. travels. Yeah, Price is not invited.
2: This this fine.
1: This is so. fine. No, well, John, thank you so much thank for you. joining thank us you. This today. We learned so much about you, and I know that we were just itching to talk to you and learn all the fabulous things that you have done, and all the great things that Highland is doing, and. Just thank you for yeah, for absolutely. letting us learn from you and being a friend to us in the industry. And,
3: absolutely. That's why. Well, same same. We appreciate, appreciate the, time. the partnership. Yep. Absolutely. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh, yeah.